0: Hello and welcome to Floating Swimming Stories with me, Joe Minahane. You join me on a glorious July morning here on Hove Beach. I think am just inside Hove, on the border between Brighton and Hove actually. And just looking out to sea, there's a couple of people taking their paddleboards out, a few people swimming, a few boats on the horizon, dinghy. West Pier is looking glorious and uh, I can see all the amusements on the Palace Pier as well. A few people lying on the beach just having a nice time and enjoying this lovely weather and starting their day. Um, I've just been in and it's just so lovely and warm in there at the moment. It's got to be pushing 20 degrees now, which is pretty much peak temperature for this part of the world in the water. My guest this week is Amy Littrop. Amy is the author of the best selling memoir, The Outrun, and is a very, very keen swimmer. And Swimming plays a huge part in her book and uh, she also helped out with a couple of swims in um, my own book, Floating, as well. We had a chat um, over Zoom. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get together for a swim to discuss everything from swimming through her pregnancy to swimming during lockdown and everything in between. I really, really hope you enjoy um, our chat. It's, uh, it was great to catch up with Amy. So here we go. Um, so Amy, what, um, have you been swimming much during your pregnancy?
1: Um, at the beginning I was go, I was swimming outside in over winter. I, um, made an effort to go at least once a week. Uh, um, actually, uh, in November, I think, um, uh, Jessica Lee came to visit, uh, I, she was here for an event so we went up to uh the the reservoir where it was one of my favorite spots and that i liked that very cold swim so i decided um to to try and go regularly over the winter and yeah. then shortly after that i found out that i was pregnant again but uh and i felt pretty ropey over winter but the swimming was um i uh i really pushed myself to do it and it did uh, sort of energize me and kind of cut through the nausea a bit when it, when I managed to get out.
0: Uh, have you been going much more re- more recently, or I suppose that um, you progressed? Well, been going? But
1: then, when the pandemic came and the lockdown, um, my usual swimming spot is like a 15 minute drive away, so I kind of decided initially to, to that we were just going to stay closer to home. Um, I wasn't sure about uh about going up there um uh, so i didn't go up there uh from the middle of march, but the the woods that are just next to my house um there's a stream that runs through the woods, and I started looking at it a bit more closely <laughs> and um realized that some of the pools in there while they're not really big enough to swim they're big enough to have a dunk so i had a few dunks over over like uh march april may uh in in just in the local woods just keeping up my cold water adaption
0: uh i tend to find (laughs) yeah knee deep like i'm fine like knee deep is like okay if you can just about get yourself (laughs) <laughs>
1: like ones. a bath yeah it's just like a
0: very very cold bath
1: mm-hmm. in the, night the
0: stream that tends to do the job has it been, um I know my wife said when she was pregnant with our first that she swam in the sea a couple of times in the summer and she just loved it because of the sense of weightlessness
1: yeah I love having baths at the moment because it's just it, it supports your tummy and your back yeah. um, and swimming is the same I've actually, i I swim in a uh, usually in indoors in the in the pool as well so I've been really missing that that yeah, has been closed um but um yeah I have been uh, the last swim when it was hot weather uh, a week or two ago was just uh, gorgeous in this sort of mill pond where I go sometimes because oh. I just feel feel a bit supported and it's a lovely thing to do to think about uh um me swimming and then the baby's swimming uh in in his in his own little uh sack in there as well that's so lovely
0: yeah i it's such a i don't know it's just so many different angles to swimming that it's just it feels like it just gives everything whenever i think i don't want to talk about it anymore or write about it anymore there's always (laughs) some weird angle i dream up with it um so i suppose sort of going to go back a little bit and talk about your sort of early swimming because obviously you write a lot about swimming in the Outrun. like how important has swimming been for you like you know just in your life but also like to help with any sort of mental health um, issues or like just generally sort of getting you connected to nature?
1: Yeah well uh, I grew up right next to the sea Mm. and um, on the farm where I grew up there are, it's a rocky shore and there are rock pools there, okay. um, so um, it's the Atlantic coast in the north of Scotland, so it's um, not for the faint-hearted, and there are really only only the calmest days in, in summer you can swim there, but we did as kids, um, yeah. and like uh, friends and neighbours used on the hottest days, uh, in, used to come round to our house and we'd go down to the pools so and there's the beach nearby so that was something that we did uh only, only on the nicest days um but I swam and I, uh when I was eight years old I was Orkney's 25 meter oh. backstroke champion Whoa. <laughs> yeah very specific so I did I did I did some swimming club stuff when I was a little kid as well so I learned I learned how to swim black like, properly when I was um uh quite young and um i think i'm glad that i did that because that's sort of just in me
0: (laughs) when you go Uh, swimming like like now do you do like proper stroke as it were like do you do you bother
1: um no i generally nearly always swim um uh, breast head up breaststroke when i'm uh, when i'm outdoors uh i've it, it is it's actually an ambition of mine to get better at doing well yeah to learn how to do crawl out outside um because uh which i I do crawl when i'm in the pool but i don't do it it's hard it's a different discipline to do it uh in the sea or in in open water and when i'm outdoors i'm not i'm not that kind of athletic uh sort of triathlete type swimmer i'm more like a head up enjoy the view look at the birds uh, yeah, know, keep keep my hair dry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, um, Jess has this thing, uh Jess Lee has this thing about the yeah not wanting to sit so, yeah, head head under only in the summer. Because I, I swam with her in Berlin last October and like I put my head uh-huh. up, oh no, I'm 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 out like I'm we're done now until like April May time.
1: Yeah, well if you get especially if you have long hair, if you yeah. get your hair wet it makes it a lot more serious um uh and harder to warm up. And actually I heard that um it it kind of um invokes a whole extra uh, kind of nervous response. If you get your is it your nas- um what do you call it the nerve that's in here.
0: Yeah I know um, what you mean the nose so it's across there's a bit that sort of spreads across from your nose and under your eyes. Yeah eye. I can't remember
1: the name of it but if you get that wet it um it's a whole other physical response that um is then uh, triggered which is um, different from just like the cold water shock response. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name, um, name so it's
0: of not it. Because the, vag- the vagus nerve is the cold water shock one. Um, yeah, and that's the one it? that my therapist always talks about. So like, oh, you triggering the vagus nerve, so you become yeah. the overseer of all that you purvey, which is, you know, a very nice way of looking at it. Yeah. But, the, um, but it's interesting because I always find that I don't... I only swim crawl in the sea like this time of year, so it's July. And, and even when I do, I find when I get out, I've not had the same experience it's really strange okay. I get out and I'm not um I think it's because I've not been looking around so that yesterday okay. I was doing it and then I stopped and uh, just watched a pair of cormorants just fly over the sea uh-huh. and that just gave me and I was like right okay that's what I need from this I don't need like you know the ache of limbs I'll go to the pool for that or I'll go to the Lido for that
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel similarly. When I'm outdoors, it's not so much about distance or, um, or even exercise in that yeah. kind of like calorie-burning sort of way. It's more about the um, the sensory experience and um, uh, just the place, I suppose, um, and yeah. the surroundings. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, yeah, I suppose that's the thing for me is that I, because I don't travel as much to swim these days because I just swim at, in Brighton where I live and that's, you know, that's that. It's that sense of like being able to watch it develop as well and I've watched the seasons change. I'm sure you probably felt the same when you were, you know, in your stream, you know, plant immer, immersed
1: to your shoulders.
0: <laughs> you know, you're you're seeing things change where I suppose if you've got your head in, you're, you're perhaps not experiencing that as much unless when you twist your head to
1: yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that, but... Yeah that's my excuse anyway
0: yeah I know that's what I tell myself when I like watch people <laughs> steaming past with their uh... well there's
1: different, there's different styles of outdoor swimmers isn't there even at the the reservoir where I go most regularly there are people like me who go throughout the year just in a swimming costume and it's kind of about the sensation mm.
0: but then
1: there are people who are fully wetsuited and doing like big laps and um, uh, uh yeah, just diff- different styles. Yeah, just of a
0: I, I really remember going, I think, swimming with you when I first started floating. I don't know whether you, I think you must have been staying in London, it would have been like 2012. And we went up to Suffolk, and oh, yeah, met Yanni, yes. and I, I, and
1: yeah, I you know, write a
0: little bit about it and floating. And I just really remember putting on a wetsuit, and you were just like. <laughs> And I, just, I think that was actually like one of my very first river swims. And I just remember it being October and being like so massively impressed that you were like, no.
1: Well, I'm from the, I'm from the North of Scotland, Jim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I
0: think, I, I think that's my, my excuse is that like my Essex upbringing <laughs> means that, Yeah. Know, I mean, in my defense, the wetsuit has not been brought out in recent years, mostly because it's just, I just find it's a pain in the ass to dry. And it's also a terrifying thing to leave lying in a bath or hanging up in a bathroom. than when you, staggering there in the night time and you think there's someone sort of is
1: taking Yeah, whatever. Well, I, a, in my swimming club in Orkney, there's quite a lot of people that uh, start out in a wetsuit, but then find, like what you're talking about, that it is a bit of a faff. And actually, you can get as cold standing on the shore getting changed and everything yeah. as you do. Um, it's often the wind chill that, that gets you. Um, but no, I'm not... Uh, I'm not a purist. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I'm not.
0: I'm, I'm certainly not uh, one of these who's against. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm fairly agnostic about these things. I will. Um, I will, uh, you know, when we were making the film about floating, I, I wore it a lot. Again, actually, pretty much every time we were in Scotland. That was like September,
1: <laughs> there was
0: one particularly freezing one. I can't even remember where we were. somewhere in the Kengles, but it was bloody cold, and that was more to protect against the midges as well. Although they got stuck in the top of the wetsuit and bit all around our necks, which was a bit... Oh,
1: right, yeah. Yeah, uh, That's the problem with with the, yeah, Scotland...
0: Yeah, you know, that's the... I suppose that's the vibe. So Mm -hmm. you've written recently some some more... I saw you've written in the new anthology about swimming as well. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, um...
1: uh, Yeah, it's a piece, and I guess it's particularly about... um, motherhood and swimming so it's about uh um, the f- my first pregnancy in the first year of my son's life and uh ha- how <laughs> how my s- my outdoor swimming developed then and what what it meant to me i suppose um uh you know the fr- the first time that i went back in after he was born um which felt really significant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it felt like uh uh it was a relief that I could still do things like that and
0: yeah um yeah so that's a regaining of, of something I suppose, right?
1: Yeah. Uh and also uh the fact I guess after giving birth I kind of felt quite quite sort of tough. Um and and actually I think the um the fact that i had done cold water swimming it helped me before i gave birth as well to kind of like give me confidence that i could do hard things i suppose and um oh. and how uh, ways of dealing with um you know using your breath and um uh dealing with pain basically <laughs> um so yeah the the article's a little bit about about that i think it's about the way that it you, you know from I know from getting in cold water that at first I used to kind of experience it as real pain and go, like, sort of tense up. But I found that if you kind of breathe out when you go into the water and yeah. relax, it, it's much easier. And um, uh, I think that's a bit of a lesson that I've, I took with me into into childbirth. That's really
0: uh, interesting. Have you spoken <laughs> to other swimmers about that? Like other, have other women said that to you? Um,
1: I think so. Um, uh, yeah, I think I did speak to someone about it. You um, know, uh, it doesn't make childbirth painless or anything. But it's just some techniques and, yeah. um, and it's that confidence as well of uh, being it's able interesting
0: to. What you say about the breathing out thing? Because I think there's something that Alexandra Hemingsley talks about that, that sense of like you need to do that once you get in, and that gives you like expel everything from your lungs and it gives you this sense of like. Being at one with the water, almost.
1: Yeah, I always when I when I first get in, I just always try and do an an, ex, an exhale. Uh,
0: yeah, it's that thing of like, um, I don't, yeah, I don't do that shout and tense up thing. I don't know whether that's like my adaptation now, but it's interesting. Like Joe Dunphon said to me when I spoke to him for the podcast, that he described it as uh, sort of being like the Terminator. Just like you, just sort of get in. Well,
1: I think you know that it's not gonna from experience it's not going to kill you and actually after you know it'll be all right after a minute or so so you're kind of able to just like walk you know you're, yeah. you're able to be hard yeah and
0: it, gives you that, and it does give you that real sense of being like quite hardy I'm always quite proud of myself that
1: yeah that yeah, means- it's, it's, um, yeah it gives you a bit of a, a confidence boost um yeah definitely.
0: absolutely I think there's a there's a real there's a real sense of that Are you finding that your urge, do you find the urge to do it is stronger in winter than summer then? You were saying that, like, you know, obviously lockdown got in the way.
1: Um, well, in a way, the the winter swims are shorter, but they're more intense. Hmm. So that kind of, um, the kind of buzz and the kind of sensation is, is, um, is condensed, you know, and you can get like. A real good buzz that lasts for the day, just for a, sh- a short dip. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. I don't. I find that if I have a swim at this time of year, I feel great for an hour or so afterwards, but I don't get the buzz mm. for the whole day.
1: Yeah. So in a in a way, the yeah the winter swims are uh, are better, but also there's be, I had a cut in the in the warm weather we've had recently. When the when the water's warm and there are yeah. insects flying around and baby birds and stuff, I mean that's a that's a different thing. It's, it's gorgeous as well.
0: I think I always talk a good game about winter in the middle of summer, but it's <laughs> that point of like when I'm like putting on like you know four or five layers and like a dry robe to go over to a, like a literally like a two minute swim, <laughs> in the middle of like January and it's freezing cold. You know then yeah, like, even, like,
1: even though I've it's quite a lot of winters now that I've done it. I always just think what the hell am I doing um <laughs> uh, yeah
0: yeah it's that set yeah that real sense of like what yeah why I don't have to do this and mm-hmm. it's always that I don't I, one of the things I really don't like is getting into my kit going over towards the beach and then going home because I just there's that, that immediate sense of like I've failed in inverted commas great. So, you know. yeah yeah and that's very rare. Like, if I do that, if I do that, it's generally I get across there and like the waves are slamming in, and I'm like, I'm not going to bother it. Don't well, yeah, the
1: sea conditions, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm missing about freshwater this year. I've not swum in any. And mm,
1: I think that's but you're lucky to be close to the sea. Yeah. I, for some reason, I've moved right to the middle of the country, which is um, about as far from the sea as you can get in, in the UK. Um, so, uh, we hadn't actually been to the sea or until this weekend hadn't been in the sea all all year. And I really miss it. Uh, um,
0: so where did you go? Um,
1: we went to um, lytham St. Anne's just south of Batpool, the Lancashire Very coast. Nice. Yeah. Which is, it was a lot, it's low tide. So it's a long walk out um, to the sea. Uh, but it felt felt quite warm actually.
0: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's I, really warmed up the last week or so. It's got really it's it's really noticeable when you get in there that it's pushing twenty degrees now, which is like you know yeah. nice you know, and it feels feels more uh-huh. pond like you know.
1: Uh, yeah, ne- never gets that warm in Oakney. Yeah. I think about 13, 14 is the warm. Yeah, so break.
0: you're still getting that buzz, I suppose. And I'm assuming yeah. you've not you've not been up this year then.
1: Oh, we were gonna go and. In April, but um, Corona stopped it, and we thought we might go just about now. But um, I'm a bit too pregnant, so I don't know when I'm going to get up. And I'm really homesick, and I miss the yeah. sea. Yeah. When was the last
0: time you were up there?
1: Um, not since last uh, August, almost a year. Oh wow. Yeah, which, yeah, which is a long time to to not visit. So, um, yeah, I miss my folks in the sea and the Orkney Polar Bear Club uh I, oh, I always go and have a swim or two with them when i when i'm up
0: uh we well, used they're, be... they're just sorry guided.
1: uh well as i can say the the polar bear club when i was living in Oakney, there was just a handful of members but it's really just grown in popularity there are loads of people now and there are sw- swims happening every day and um i look in on the facebook page uh um uh yeah it's great there's a uh,
0: so is that all over the islands then? Is it, Or do they particularly meet in one particular spot?
1: All, all over. I mean, that's the great thing about an island is that there's so much coastline yeah. and um, and it often depends on which way the wind's blowing and the height of the tide that you choose the best spot for the, for the conditions. So, yeah. so you can always be, on an island, you can always be sheltered from one wind direction.
0: Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I always feel like where, you know, here in Brighton, it's just like there's some days you just can't get in because it's just too dangerous. Like, you know. Yeah. What what are the best, what are the worst conditions? Worst or... conditions are like a westerly about 40 miles an hour and <laughs> near it. And then, but then like a spring tide. So I think it was the weekend before last we had a spring tide and that, there was just no going near it. It was just so, so high. And it was one of those, uh-huh. even if you got close. it And because the beach here is is on such a canvas so that like, it's really really steep and you know you can take like two steps out and be out of your depth and then you're quickly getting pulled out mm. and there can be a bit of a rip as well though in those sort of times and so. is,
1: is that is that your call whether to go or not or do they actually have some official uh, you, know, you know what
0: actually it, i mean back in the day i would have taken more risk i remember a viewer floating was like oh you know there are swims here i wouldn't feel comfortable doing Uh can't remember who wrote that but you know fair enough there were some daft moments but that would be Michael now what's interesting is they've got since they've got lifeguards hit down here now for the summer Mm. a bit later than they would normally but they've been very proactive and basically having signs up saying don't go in when when it's up and the waves are high um you know and then like dream conditions can be like you know a three mile an hour northerly and then okay. you and then and then a really lovely low tide so you can wade out really 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 far and then swim really far out and you're still in your depth and you just get such a, like an amazing view back across the town but it's um those conditions are you know everything has to be it's one of those where everything has to be perfect yeah you probably find the
1: that. lovely, lovely thing about um swimming regularly is that um it's nice to start learning about the the tide patterns and the wind direction and the um time of day and the sunrise and sunset and trying to get all those factors yeah. alive. For like the perfect swim and and also, yeah what's going on with the seasons and the birds that are around and the water temperature there are all these different natural factors and it's really uh beautiful to learn how they sort of inter- interact and
0: It's really hard to do that. I think when I first moved here, I didn't appreciate, I'd just go down at the same time every day. And I just didn't really, because I'd never lived by the sea. I didn't really give it any consideration. You know, obviously I'd swum in it a lot, but then to learn that and to learn basically to like that some days you're not going to get, or that some days you might want to get up at like, you know, 5am and just go for it. (laughs) I mean, these days I get up at five AM, but only because of children. You know, and then <laughs> can't leave the house. But. How
1: how much are you getting out with the with the two kids? And this is yeah, amazing?
0: it's all right actually. Like, I'm swimming. I have sort of upped it to most days, and, and the old, my oldest miles. He came in with me um, a few weeks ago. Oh. I, a friend of mine gave us a what she calls a super suit. Uh, so like a it was like a shorts and then a zip up wetsuit top. Mm which he got in and then I took it off and then when I put it back on, I zipped his chest into it by mistake. So, Oh, his skin? Yeah, I zipped his skin into it. It's obviously he was devastated and I wouldn't insane. wear it again. But actually the last time I took it in, he just wore the shorts and uh, he was delighted. I was just sort of chucking him up in the air and, and um, I was quite surprised. Like normally he can be a bit fearful. And he's learned, he's had like swimming lessons, but uh-huh. these are very difficult, a different thing. Um,
1: yeah.
0: How about your... Elders, does he go in when you went?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, he, you know, he, yeah he doesn't seem the cold doesn't seem to bother him. He's, um, um, <laughs> he's been in a few streams. And, son. Uh, um, uh, but actually, when we went to see it the weekend, he was a bit... Uh, he got a bit scared by it yeah <laughs> it was so massive
0: yeah i think that's the thing it's the scale of it right you know and if you're not which
1: is, which is a very healthy response
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose you'd be probably more worried if he's just steaming in and you're having to chase yeah. it after him but but yeah i mean there we go um i fear we're coming to the end of our um our allotted time here unfortunately mm-hmm. um <laughs> but thank you so much for taking the time i know that obviously you're 38 weeks pregnant am i right uh 36 yeah Thirty-six. okay all right you know i'll give you a couple of weeks leeway.
1: Right
0: uh, amy thanks so much for taking the time that's really really kind of you
1: thanks for asking me joe uh, yeah good to speak to you again yeah. and you'll need to uh to get up here at, at some point and i'll take you to my very favorite spots
0: yes please I really hope you enjoyed my chat with Amy she's such an inspiration and such a great person to speak to regarding all things nature and the outdoors and the swimming so uh, yeah I'm still on the beach and uh, still wonderful weighing up getting back in she's not something I normally do I'm not normally the uh, two dips back to back but it's just something about it today it just looks so fabulous Anyway, um, hopefully, you'll be able to join me soon for more floating swimming, so no worries. But in the meantime, happy swimming.